Hey everyone, this is your girl Anquanise Pleasant, and you're tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. Hey everybody, so on this um, bonus podcast, I wanted to bring up the discussion of um, basically healing the broken little girl, a little boy that we may still be dealing with. Um, this podcast will, of course, be named Breaking the Curses of the Broken Little Girl or Little Boy. I um, recently have been going through the journey of healing um, spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally. Every way that you can think of, I've been working on that healing process. Um, just recently, I basically hit a breaking point with everybody in my life. When I say everybody, I mean everybody. Um, I found myself getting into it with a lot of different people, a lot of close friends, losing long friendships, um, losing long relationships. And I took a step back and I had to see what was my wrong in it. And what I found out was in certain situations, I was still a little girl that was broken, that was still muted, that was still unable to comprehend what was going on in life. Um, I found myself being muted for so long that, I, that that's what I thought was the correct way. That's what I thought was okay to be at, and it, and it really wasn't. I found myself either distancing myself completely, um, not saying anything if something bothered me, or just closing myself off from everybody, and everybody didn't do it. Um, When I was going through the process, I'm still going through the process right now, when I went to go sit down and um, talk to a therapist, she basically told me that I'm sorry, he basically told me this is before I switched therapists. He basically told me, I'm still a little girl in some situations. I have so much wisdom, I have so much intelligence. Um, there were so many good things about me, but when it came to certain things, I was still a little girl. And you know, that offended me because I'm just like, um. I'm 24 years old. What do you mean I'm a little girl? Like, I'm not a little girl. Been called a little girl my whole life. I'm a grown woman. You know, I I was thinking all those things. But he said something so key to me. He said, there was something that happened to you when you were younger that distorted your process of healing. Um, that distorted your process of processing things, that destroyed that destroyed your process of growing. And when it comes to communication, you are still a little girl. And after the whole session, I had re- I had to really think about that. Am I still a little girl when it comes to communication? And the answer was yes. Um, I was never able to hold conversations with people and tell them how I really felt because I felt like even when you're hurting and I try to tell you, hey, you hurt me, I still carry that guilt of I should have never told them that they hurted me. I should have never told them that, you know, what was said to me yesterday really dis- disrupted my thinking process. And 
now I'm so worried about how you feel that I forget that I'm a human being too and that it's okay for me to feel. So I live my life for so long accepting that other people's feelings matter more than mine. And a lot of people may think, well, how did that come about? Um, my mother, she was a single mother. Um, she did the she did an awesome job raising me, if you ask me. Um, she did what she can do. And what I found was I wasn't your normal child. Anybody that ever watched me, anybody that knows me really, I've never been um one of those kids that just didn't know. I had the knowledge of a lot of things that were going on around me. And I never quite understood until I got older that those were the moments that removed me from being a child to now listening and dealing with adult things. My communication skills stem from certain people um, from both sides of my family. Um, Some of my family members are very old school. They believe that when I'm wrong, I'm right. And when I'm right, I'm right. You do not talk back to me. Your feelings is your feelings, but it really doesn't matter because I'm the adult. And at that moment, this is what I said. And this is what it's going to be, even if they were wrong. And that muted me. That muted me so much to the point where now that I'm an adult, I have to learn how to express myself because I never knew the proper way. And I know a lot of us can contest to this. Um, Growing up, we heard a lot of you too sensitive or you always crying or you, you everything somebody say gets you. You're just too sensitive. And hearing that all of your life, you tend to shut down. You tend, you tend to say, oh, I can't be too sensitive because that's what always my grandmother said to me. My grandmother always said I was too sensitive. So I got to make sure I'm not too sensitive because that can be a problem. But when all actuality, it's not a problem. If something hurts you, it hurts you. And with this process of healing that broken little girl, I had to take a step back and realize that my voice does matter. My feelings does matter. Just because something didn't harm you or affect you, I'm built a different way. It hurt me. And my feelings does have a standard and it ha- it does have a um it, it does have a a standard and it does have a basic understanding of who I am you may not have meant it that way but this is the way it came out those conversations was needed when we were growing up um I was always the kid that asked why I I always, my mama would be like, uh, stop jumping off the bed. And I'll just say, why? And you know, you know, growing up, that was talking back. That was being very disobedient. That was being um, rude that, you know, that it, it wasn't okay in the household. And with that, I tend to stop asking questions. People would do certain things and I'd just be like, okay, well, that's, but 
I supposed to have or that's what I deserved. And it brought on low self-esteem upon being muted as a child. And one thing I realized is that this generation, we all grew up like that. Most of us wasn't allowed to give an opinion. Most of us wasn't allowed to have emotions. We have become adults, as you want to say. We are adults now, but we are literally broken little girls and broken little boys trying to live an adult life. And it's sad to say that this is a generational curse because most of our parents raised us as a broken little girl or a broken little boy. So now you have another generation raising the next generation broken. And one thing I always wanted to pursue in my life was to not be like that. I have some amazing women in my family, very educated, very self-driven, hardworking, loving, like just amazing women on both sides of my family. But one thing that I know that we all lack in some form of fashion is real emotions. We have been so put up on the front that When a man comes in our life, we don't know how to allow them to be a man. And I honestly believe that the women in my family need a break. We need a break to understand and take in what we went through, heal over it, and then become the woman that we were predestined to be. It's like this. You have a calling. You have a destiny. You know you can do some bomb hair. Like, I know I can kill some braids. I can do any hairstyle that you show me. But because I'm so broken and I heard all my life, you ain't going to be nothing. You, you just like this person or girl, that ain't going to make you no money. Go get you a real job with some real benefits. Oh, don't nobody follow dreams. Girl, get your heads out the clouds. It's the real world. You got bills. Oh, don't nobody go to school for that. Oh, what's the point of going to college? You just going to be in debt. We have heard those things for so long that we stopped dreaming. And with those things attaching itself to us, it literally sucked the life out of us. It sucked the confidence out of us. It sucked the emotions out of us. It sucked the the thrive, the ambition out of us to the point where we are okay with living. And that's all we're doing. We're just living. We're just existing. We're not even living. We're just existing. We're just on this earth walking around as broken little girls and boys. And that's a problem. I have a big problem with that. I was having a conversation with one of my aunts. And I told her, I said, there is no way that my family my family should be struggling. It's too many talented people in my family. 
to be struggling like this. And she agreed because she understood where I was coming from. So when the brand of the generation of curse breakers came, it wasn't no straight shot at my personal family. It wasn't no straight shot at your personal family. It's not to say you're not doing enough. It's to say that somebody needs to take a stand and heal over this stuff. If one person starts to heal, then the next generation is healed. And then you come to me and say, hey, it's something different about you. How are you getting through this? What? How did you change? It's because I decided to deal with that broken little girl. I put her to rest recently. Recently, I wrote a letter to um, the younger me. It was around the age of five to 12. I wrote a letter to her and I basically stated that I am so sorry I didn't love you enough. I am so sorry that I allow people to suck the ambition and the thrive out of you for so long. We could have been ahead. We could have been better. But because I allow people to say things to us, we're just now getting where we should have been. I love you even though we didn't enjoy our younger years. But still, you are beautiful. The older you will take those lessons and become more knowledgeable about the things that we need to heal over. But I'm sorry. I have to put you to rest. Because you can no longer tailgate me into the future. You can no longer be something on my back because where I am going, you have to be put to rest. And that was my letter to myself. I accepted everything that I caused on myself. I accepted those people that never apologized. I accepted those who loved me and I accepted those who didn't love me. Now that I'm an adult, I accept where I am and I accept my future for what it is. Because for the simple fact of I have work to do, I have potential to meet, I have a destiny to complete, I have businesses to run, I have little sisters looking up to me, I have children in the future that I need to provide for, I have a husband that is coming that he doesn't want to deal with a broken woman, I refuse to allow him to have to deal with that. So I always said to God and I prayed to God, do not allow me to be married until I become a whole woman. Those were my prayers to God, and he's definitely keeping me during that time. I just want us to realize that some of the pain that we carry isn't from the present. It's from the past. Really identify where that hurt is coming from, where that hurt has gained roots from. And you will begin to heal. I personally feel that we are lacked 
resources. And not so many resources. I would say knowledge of resources, not resources, knowledge of resources. We have to open our eyes to that and see it for what it is. If this is something that you know triggers you, why does it still trigger you? Let's heal over it. Let's figure out what we can do to help those triggers become softened. So I definitely wanted to get into um, a, a teaching about this because as I did my research on being muted and healing over the years, I um, recently found it found something to relate our healing to. Um, so healing is like a tree to me. Um, you know, there are different parts to a tree. You have the roots. You have the um, stem of a tree. I don't know if I'm using the correct term. Excuse me. Then you have the branches. And then you have the leaves. Our paths are the roots. Why do I compare the paths to the roots? Because... In order for the tree to stand up correctly, it has to have something to be. It has to have something to be um, grounded in. The roots grow deep beyond the dirt. You can't most of the time you can't see the roots of a tree. Depending how old the tree is, sometimes the roots seem to sneak up from the ground, and you can see it. But when the tree first starts growing, it starts gaining roots. That is our foundation. That is where we start to get grounded in who we really are. Um, but as the tree gets older, you notice the roots start coming up above the ground. I personally see the tree and the roots coming up from the ground as the stuff that we have not dealt with. The stuff that seeps through little situations. Um, for example, you know, somebody can call, somebody can call me bald head and I just snap off. And people are like, dang, I was just playing wild. You know, I call everybody bald head. It's because in the past, I, you know, it's in it's because in the past, people have bullied me. And said, oh, she bald head and all this and that. So now I have never dealt with that low self-esteem because I never had long hair. Just using that for an example. We have to learn what the roots is really for. All roots aren't bad, but some roots are bad. We have to deal with those things as soon as possible. Because if we don't, those roots will start seeping up. And then they just start growing everywhere. And then the next thing you know, you, you're married, you got kids, and your kids are growing up angry. Your kid comes out of the womb angry. And you wonder why your kids are so angry. It's because you never dealt with what you were angry about. The woman's body is so powerful. And 
I don't think people understand it. Um, the woman has the ability to carry another life inside of her for nine months, maybe even longer. Depends on if the child want to come out or not. And this child is eating, sleeping, breathing inside of the woman. If you're bitter during your pregnancy, your child can feel that. If you're angry during your pregnancy, your child can feel that. If you're depressed during your pregnancy, your child can feel that. So imagine giving birth and your child from day one is depressed. Always crying. You changed the diaper. You fed it. You took it to the doctor. They said everything is fine. Or maybe it's just a phase. But all you did when you were pregnant was cry. And I'm not talking about pregnancy hormones. I'm talking about you were really honestly depressed while you were pregnant. And now you have a child that is depressed. So when I say breaking the gener being the generation that is breaking the curses, I mean those curses. Some people were born into being angry. Some people were born into being lazy. Some people were born into poverty. You do not have to be what you are born into. Mom and dad did the best they can, but what can you do differently? So I feel that it is time that we heal the broken little girl or boy, or we would continue to be the generation that we were brought up in. Everything was not our fault. Everything was not your fault. But we have to understand that it is worth healing. It is worth getting over it. It is worth becoming a better woman. It is worth becoming a better man. So take that time. Deal with it. In 2020, this next decade, deal with your stuff because you never know what is holding up because you're bitter, because you're broken, because you're angry. You never know what is holding up in the atmosphere for you because you feel these ways. Let go. So that was our short topic for today. Um, I hope you guys really enjoy. I'm just trying to help somebody. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Thank y'all so much for y'all um, feedback on the generation of curse breakers. Thank y'all for like actually talking back to me with these podcast conversations. I really enjoy it. Um, getting other people's opinions and everything. So we're going to definitely keep that going. But next Friday, I would love for everybody to go like our Facebook page, The Generation of Curse Breakers page, because next Friday we are having Lady Colita Blair talk about breaking the curses of sickness and diseases. You do not want to miss this. She's a phenomenal woman. She's an amazing woman. And one thing I love about her, and I have always loved about her, she is R-E-A-L, real, honey. You're going to get a little Bible, but you're going to get a little real, too. And she's going to mix them together, and she's going to make you feel good about it afterwards. But um, I'm excited to have her on there. Uh, she's still my first lady. I don't care what nobody says. So... Um, yeah, definitely join in. Um, the podcast will be recording at 
on Friday at 7 p.m. So that podcast honestly won't be up until probably that Wednesday. And then I have some special surprises for um, February. February, as we know, is Black History Month. And I want to do something a little different with um, Black History Month. I'm not going to sit here and give you Black History Month history. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's your job. You should know all that you should know. If you want to, if you don't want to, if you do want to know, you can get on Google and search. If you don't want to know, by all means, do you. But I'm definitely doing something different for next month. I'm excited. Um, also, next Friday, we also will be dropping our podcast guest for the month of February. So I hope you guys are ready and just ready to work and ready to listen and get some healing. That's what this podcast is about. We're breaking the generational curses and we are healing in 2020. That's the goal. Consistency, healing, and breaking curses. That's it. That's all. That's all I want from y'all this year. So... Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm so excited about this podcast. And I hope everybody have a nice day, night, whenever you're listening to this. So I love you guys for your support. Thank you. Bye.